Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. With the NBL Cup on, and I can't wait for that, and I'm sure uh, this man can't either. Uh, Yanni Wetzel is a, a Kiwi. He was, uh, I'm told, a tennis prospect in the early days uh, before he decided to chase uh, his basketball dream. Last year was at uh, San Diego State. Before that was at Vanderbilt. And now uh, finds his way at the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Yanni, hello to you. Hey, mate. How are you doing? Uh, very well, thanks. Um, before we get into some basketball, I'm told reliably that you were a tennis prodigy. Um, the Australian Open's on at the moment. Um, do you, is your racket hand itchy? <laughs> not at all, not at all. I used to play... Um, tennis really seriously up until the age of about uh, about 16 when I switched over to basketball. Um, I've actually been to a couple of Australian Opens when I was a bit younger, so um, I've experienced all that stuff, but uh, a bit burnt out, so um, it's all basketball for me at the moment. Uh, let's talk about your basketball journey. So at the age of 16, you, you, you pick up a ball. It didn't yeah. take long for you to find your way into a U.S. college. How did that all happen so quickly? Yeah, I mean, from the day I picked it up, just kind of fell in love with it, the whole team aspect, team camaraderie of things, and uh, just got hooked from day one and um, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, obviously didn't have much um, exposure, much time playing back in little old New Zealand, so I had to get go through a recruiting website in order to get kind of get some looks from um, US college teams and went through a recruiting platform and, and got picked up by a small division two. Um, and I spent two years there and, and then that's when I transferred to Vanderbilt and later on to San Diego state. You guys at San Diego state were having one hell of a year last year before COVID crueled the season. I think you were the fourth, yeah. fourth ranked with, with, um, with March madness just around the corner. Um, yeah. do you, do you still find yourself thinking what might've been? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think we always will. Um, we were having a dream run, a dream season, and um, won the first 26 games of the season. Um, finished the conference tournament at 30 and two, and hoping for um, a first seed bid and into the March Madness. And um, we we're all on a high. You know, we were playing well. Um, chemistry was was at an all time high, also. But um, yeah, COVID came in surprisingly and obviously devastatingly. Um, and it was a bit heart-wrenching at first and, and took a few weeks to kind of um, get over, but it'll always be a big what-if. And um, I think what we created there will, will last forever. And, um, you know, we're in the history books as one of the greatest teams um, that San Diego State's seen. So um, we definitely created something special, but, yeah, obviously um, a pretty pretty unfortunate end to things. Given the exposure that you um, would have had at that point and through that year and, and your own form as yeah. well, um, I think over yeah. your college career, average just under 10 points uh, a game, around six rebounds, assist as well. But did you garner any interest from NBA clubs that you're aware of? Yeah, yeah. I had a couple um, pre-draft interviews, um, talked with the Sacramento Kings and the Utah Jazz um, early on in the draft process. Um, but that's kind of when everything was a big unknown. Um, you know, NBA teams didn't know what they were doing. The NBA was on a hiatus at the time. Um, so their main focus was finishing off the season. But, um, yeah, had some interest. And just unfortunate there was no um, pre-draft workouts or summer league or anything like that. Um, so kind of just switched my focus to um, playing elsewhere. But, um, yeah, that's always still going to be the dream. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, for, for now, the focus is obviously just having the best season possible with the Southeast Melbourne. So you decided to come to Southeast Melbourne, not the Breakers, uh, in your back uh, <laughs> back home. Um, what was yeah. behind that decision? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I just kind of built a, a really solid relationship with Tommy and Simon um, yep. really early on. Um, you know, they they called me as soon as my season finished at San Diego and. Um, obviously, Judd Flavel, the assistant coach, um, we had had a relationship um, through high school because he was my uh, coach in the Breakers Academy. So um, automatically, we had that um, that relationship built. And, and, you know, we just talked a lot throughout the process. And I just felt comfortable with these guys. I thought it was a great opportunity um, for me to kind of slot in. And, um, you know, everything panned out great. And I'm just stoked with the decision. How have you found the season so far? Yeah, it's been great. I'm loving it, loving it. We've uh, been on the road for, I mean, from January 1st till the the last day of January, actually. So we were on the road for a month, and um, it was difficult and definitely chippy at times, but uh, I think it was great for us as a unit. Um, <laughs> when, you chippy, when you say chippy, when you say chippy. Yeah, I just mean in the last couple of weeks, I mean, we've been around, you know, you don't you don't really get off days on the road because you're always together. So yep. I guess sometimes some of the guys are keen to get back to their missus or back to their families or whatever. But um, no, we were all pretty close and, and definitely built um, quite a strong bond throughout that month. And um, we're just looking forward to getting back to the Heartland and then playing in front of a home crowd for once. Well, uh, you don't have to wait too much longer. Um, no. The Hawks on Sunday... Uh, it's a long time overdue, and we can't wait to, to see that get underway. Um, how close are we to seeing South East Melbourne Phoenix at their best? Mate, we are stoked. We're stoked. Um, not too long, I'd say. I reckon we're getting things together, and um, I think the last pushover will be the uh, the home crowd. I reckon we're really really coming together nicely. Um, we had another good practice today. Got two more until the build-up um, against the Hawks, and um, you know, we're a real solid unit. I think we've seen flashes of what we can be, um, but the ceiling's really high for us and, and we have a lot of potential and um, still a long way to go. And, and it's going to be a matter of just getting better every day to, to finally reach that point and hopefully um, grab a, a playoff spot by the end of the season. Well, mate, you've been sensational. Uh, your debut against the 36ers was brilliant. 24 points, 11 rebounds. The last time a player had debuted to that level. Uh, with a 20 and 10 game was back in 2007. So you're, you're setting the tone, setting the benchmark. We're loving what you're doing. And we reckon that, uh, I think you're right, the ceiling uh, is quite high for what the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix can do this year. And we can't wait to see you guys at your best. Hopefully it's this weekend against the undefeated Hawks. Go well. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, mate. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.